very much uh, for all of your voice notes. Thank you uh, for enlightening as well whenever you need to. So we're shifting gear again. We're talking about outsourcing being on the rise in South Africa. Remote working is said to be presenting job opportunities for South Africans from international companies who are on a recruitment drive in South Africa. This could be good news for those who have lost employment due to the effects of COVID-19 or maybe looking for new opportunities. Experts say South Africa is attractive because of a number of reasons. For more on this, we are joined by Dela Ketz, who is uh, uh, managing... uh, Oh, uh, Dela's line just cut, actually. So we're going to try uh, and uh, get her back as well. Uh, Dela Ketz is the managing director at G Cubed. And it's quite fascinating to me uh, to hear this because, you know, the the, the world uh, was made even smaller, I think, by uh, COVID-19 in the way that uh, we work. So you literally can work for uh, a company here, I mean, a company in China while you sit comfortably uh, in your lounge here in South Africa. So uh, we got Dela back. Uh, She's here to join us. Dela, good morning. Thank you uh, for your time. First of all, tell us about the outsourcing trend and how it works. Good morning. Good morning, Katie. Thank you. So um, outsourcing in, in South Africa has always been a fairly common practice. But, you know, with COVID, I think the way we work and the whole work world has changed. And um, you can really work remotely anywhere in the world. Um, and there's become an enormous increase in demand, particularly in South Africa. Um, you know, South Africa particularly has emerged as a leading um, outsourcing hub um, with a growth rate of 13.2%, which is, which is quite a big growth rate uh, from an outsourcing trend. So it's increased drastically. Mm. So what makes South Africa the most attractive destination for these multinationals? Katie, so South Africa is a prime destination for several reasons. I think, firstly, South Africans are very well known globally to have an incredible work ethic. We can really pride ourselves on that. Um, you know, obviously, English as the dominant business language is, uh, you know, really is important. And we've got incredible skill sets that are highly attractive to global employers. Um, and I think lastly, which is probably the most attractive uh, uh, point, which makes South Africa uh, quite an important destination, is the cost. Our cost of hiring is a, a fraction um, as to what global companies would pay in country. So mm. it's, it's really, we have an edge over places like India and South America as well, um, also because of our time zone. So those, I think, make are quite a few factors that make South Africa very attractive uh, for this outsourcing model. Yeah. By the way, if you want to join my conversation with Dela, uh, or if you yourself are one of the people that we are talking about who's been uh, outsourced by a multinational company and you find yourself comfortably working in that space right now, call us and let us know uh, your experience, how you even got into it, uh, how lucrative it is and why it is uh, that you enjoyed. Dela, though, what sort of sectors are we talking about? Is there a, a niche sector or is it just completely across? the board? So, Katie, you know, I think primarily, you know, initially it was always very much a core centre sectors, which particularly in India and South Africa, companies were outsourcing. 
as I mentioned, due to COVID, remote working can really cover any ground. But what we as G2s are seeing is we are seeing sectors, um, particularly in your finance, your back office, recruitment, and most importantly and largely is your IT and tech sector. That's where we're seeing a huge amount of outsourcing, particularly being able to offer that skill set at a very high level in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And we all know, of course, uh, how we are beset with unemployment in our country, and it mm. specifically is hitting mostly at young people. So if a young job seeker is, uh, look, is, is listening in on our conversation uh, and they're asking themselves, how can I make myself more attractive for these opportunities, what would you say to them? So I would definitely say, you know, education is the utmost importance, is you know, you need to focus on your education, focus on your training. Um, and if you look at these sectors um, that global companies are looking at expanding on and outsourcing on, is really focusing on uh, persevering in that and putting yourself out and training and upskilling yourself um, in those specific sectors. And, uh, you know, also getting in touch with the right um, agencies who are managing these kinds of outsourcing models for your global companies. But as I say, most importantly, definitely from an education and training perspective, they need to make sure that you, they are upskilling in every every way. Mm-hmm. Is this something older people uh, can take part in or are employers generally mostly interested in young people? Katie, not at all. It's definitely something that older people can take part in. You know, employees obviously for certain positions are interested in your your younger generation, but what a lot of your global uh, companies or your employees that are looking at outsourcing are looking for is the maturity. They're looking for individuals that have a lot of experience. So they're not necessarily looking for just the youth. Mm. They very much are looking for individuals who they can trust. You know, you're sitting remotely. There's no, there's no one clock watching you. There's no one watching you. So they need to know they can trust someone. Mm. They need to know they are, are working with individuals with that life experience. So definitely, it's not just the youth that they're targeting. Um, older individuals are also very much being sought after. Yeah, we're talking outsourcing uh, with Dela Katz, who's uh, the managing director at uh, G-Cubed. And uh, we're talking outsourcing uh, because remote working is said to be presenting many job opportunities from uh, for South Africans from international companies. And uh, they are uh, on a recruitment drive uh, in South Africa. And uh, it is good news for those who lost employment. A lot of people lost their jobs uh, mm. due to COVID-19. Uh, if you're one of them who got the job, please call us and tell us uh, about your experience if uh, you're currently in it or if you are seeking for opportunities in that space uh, you can call us on 011-714-2006 How can South Africa Dela, take advantage of this outsourcing? So South Africa you know, the outsourcing model and the outsourcing trend does remain very competitive um, South Africa is not the only destination of choice but what we need to focus on as a country is able to grow this market. As you mentioned earlier, you know, we've really suffered uh, difficult times and we have an enormous unemployment rate. And therefore, in, or- in order to make a dent in our rising unemployment rate, we need to grow this outsourcing model. And 
I know, and we've, I've been in talks with a lot of uh, corporates, um, and I know that the South African government is committed to skills development of this business processing outsourcing model that we are talking about. And they are trying to ensure that we can expand and grow this specific sector. So I think the country just needs to make sure that we focus on that from such an early stage, you know, in education and skills training and focus on being able to manage this competitively mm. so that we are seen as an attractive uh, destination and mm. that really will make a dent in that unemployment rate. Yeah, but uh, South Africa is also a, a highly unionized country. Does mm. does this not frighten uh, prospective employers? Um, I definitely think to a point it does. Um, it's quite unique to South Africa. Mm. Um, but what a lot of your global companies are doing and should be doing is partnering with uh, uh, companies, uh, recruitment companies like ourselves, like G2, to understand and have in-depth knowledge of the lay of the land, and particularly the labor regulations, mm. to make sure that they are ticking every box and they're not in a position where they do anything untoward or they land up at the CCMA and that they do understand the unions, etc. So that is what most of your global companies are doing, to make sure that they understand that and, and, and can do everything accordingly. Yeah, uh, uh, there's always a big uh, uh, migration in South Africa uh, of people who live in uh, rural areas migrating to urban areas uh, for job uh, opportun- opportunities. Overall, what lesson can be learned, uh, you know, by big corporates in South Africa? Seeing, uh, you know, a lot of people in rural areas flock to cities looking for mm-hmm. jobs. Yeah. It's definitely a big problem, and you know, as I say, we've had a lot of these kind of discussions with corporates, and they talked, and there needs to be a mindset of investing and expanding business, and particularly opportunities in this in these rural areas. Um, and the focus on infrastructure needs to happen. You know, mm-hmm. individuals need to be able to to work uh, uh, and and achieve what they need to achieve in the right job uh, functions in the rural areas, but the only way that they can achieve this and do this is if they have the right infrastructure and companies acknowledge that and and develop that within the rural areas so that they don't need to flock to, to the cities constantly to, to find their, their jobs. Yeah. What about issues uh, around connectivity? How much of a role uh, do they play for one to be considered for these jobs? An enormous role. I mean, let's you know, connectivity is an enormous role. Um, obviously, if you are remote working, your your communication is all about the connectivity, and that's where you know you need to look at infrastructure and and government and companies need to make sure if there isn't that infrastructure or connectivity that they are able to invest so that we can continue and make sure that we are a country of interest uh, where these opportunities can lie. Because without that connectivity, there's big problems. Mm. Um, so, you know, you need to be able to communicate and work no matter where in the world you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the more people are connected, the more opportunity there is for global trade. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's where load shedding is a problem and, and lack of infrastructure. So um, we need to make sure that those issues are dealt with um, as a primary concern so that we are, can continue being an attractive 
uh, have for outsourcing, which will improve, obviously, our unemployment rate. Yes, absolutely. So we have a voice note question about uh, this experience from a person straight out of college. Let's hear what they had to say. You know, it's Colin Chitungo, which I respect. You know, it surprises, it surprises me a lot that, you know, these, people, these companies uh, say that we are looking for a, a person who has got this five years experience. Yet I'm coming from, from the college and I don't have any experience. Where am I going to get that experience? And where can I get that experience if you are not able to employ me? when I'm coming from the college. It's so surprising, you know. Bada SFM, Sebastian from Cape Town here, just on the conversation regarding multinationals outsourcing in South Africa. My wife um, is employed by a company based in the UK as a business analyst. She works from home. Um, It's a lovely job. She's really enjoying it. I think one of the difficulties comes in when it comes to business culture. Uh, also kind of benefits that uh, other countries would offer in South Africa are not are not offered however um, it is a great opportunity and uh, she's very happy in her job so we've seen great fruit from from the new interconnected world fantastic uh, do you want to comment on those voice notes Adela absolutely Katie. so you know the first individual we often have this issue you know these individuals coming out of your universities and your college that no on-job experience, but no one wants them because they want someone's experience, but no one's prepared to give them that opportunity. And it is a very, very common, common question we get. It is a very difficult one. But what we do advise is to look at internships. Mm. So to look at companies who offer internships. So yes, it may not be the money that you want, but it's all about the experience. So there are a lot of companies that offer internships and, um, you know, those kind of programs, graduate programs. So very often, that is your best way to get, it's a foot in the door. Mm. It's a matter of just finding somewhere where you can get a foot in the door. So our, our, uh, what we often say to grads is find the graduate program, find the internship, because that is the best way to gain experience and to get a foot in the door and prove yourself. Yeah. We've all got to start somewhere. I know it's difficult and we all say, you know, every, every opportunity, they say, well, you need to have three to four years experience, but who's going to give it to you? Mm. So that is really, when you've got to find something straight out of college, find all those opportunities. You can go, get onto the internet, and they really are very available there to see who offers those kind of programs. Fantastic. And thank you, Dela, for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Managing Director at G-Cubed, Dela Katz. Uh, outsourcing is on the rise in South Africa. That's us for today. Lebo Musou is uh, uh, one of two producers of the show. The other producer, Gwen Zagili and Mark, was uh, my technical...